0: Previously on Hound Radio's Arch Campbell podcast. You know, put a million AIs in a room, they'll never come up with mad men.
1: Uh, Exactly. They'll
0: never never come up with Breaking Bad. You know, um, uh, only humans can do that. They'll never write AI. The Arch Campbell (laughs) podcast featuring Arch, Lou Katz and a cast of thousands begins now.
1: Well, uh, that was our bi-coastal boys, Oliver Jones in LA and Jason Fraley in DC, and they are solving, I think they've solved the issue of AI. So we've taken care of that. Now, hello everybody, I'm Arch Campbell, and this is the podcast that tries to make sense of the ever-changing world of entertainment. Lou Katz is producing and directing in Katz, podcast headquarters
2: smeared with suntan lotion enjoying (laughs) enjoying the summer like weather we're having yes glad to have you all
1: here as you should be as our bright light and uh, speaking of bright lights today uh, it's such a pleasure to welcome a couple of longtime friends first bill newcott the um, chief film reviewer for the saturday evening post and bill welcome
0: Glad to be here. Hello. And
1: please give my regards to Norman Rockwell. Next time you're in the office. They have him
0: locked up. People think he's passed away, but he has not. He's He's in a closet in Indianapolis. Him.
1: And also my longtime friend Peter Freeman, the head critic and uh, chief bottle washer of dcoutlook.com. Hey, Hello Peter. Peter. Sorry, I dropped another bottle. Hold on. Give me one <laughs> second. Okay. Hello, gentlemen. Peter Freeman, also known as the Angry Critic. <laughs> yes, yeah, especially this time of year. Why not? <laughs> so, well, let's start with you, Peter. What are you watching? Oh, well, it's <laughs> Is it that bad? Boy,
2: boy. John Wick was how long ago? Um, <laughs> well, this weekend, I did a nod to you, Arch, because I couldn't decide to whether to see The Mother with Jennifer <laughs> Lopez mm-hmm. or Hypnotic with Mr. Lopez, Ben oh, yeah. Affleck. But <laughs> The Mother was directed by, I had to look up her name, sorry, Nikki Caro, who did yeah. The Housekeeper's, The Zookeeper's Wife, if oh. you recall, with Jessica Chastain and one of our favorite lines of all time about a bunny. Oh! If you remember. So, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Pushed it over <laughs> so to bad. mother, and am I glad I did? No, not really. Um, <laughs> you wow. not 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 so great. Um, I mean it's Netflix, so you know they kind of push you into you know they've got ten movies that you have to see, and that was number one. And my girlfriend wanted to see it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is you know an action hero, an assassin slash um mom slash you know hottie and uh uh-huh. she's called back into action uh to get her daughter back who she gave up for adoption um uh-huh. because of course motherhood assassins just don't go hand in hand and mayhem ensues
1: well, uh, i guess Liam neeson wasn't available for this i think he was <laughs> to do it in a dress <laughs> he
2: he was the smart one in
1: that one he's gonna vanish you put it with good people Keep
2: her safe.
1: If there's trouble, let
2: me know. Is it worth an hour and a half on Netflix at home? Sure. Does it have good action? Not really. Uh, Does Jennifer Lopez look good in the scenes where she's actually in because she's stunt doubled uh, in anything really good? Uh, She looks tremendous. Um, Her acting is
1: the same as it always is. Um, You know what would uh, be interesting would be to find Jennifer Lopez's stunt double I.
2: But the sad part is she doesn't look anything like her, so maybe that's why you're gonna have a hard time finding her. But oddly
0: enough, they have Liam Neeson's stunt double. I <laughs> could have rolled Liam Neeson
2: out to be her stunt double, and it would have probably look more authentic. Um, I don't know why movies can't fix that—that that, you know, that seamless stunt double. You know, big, big budgets. Of course, you can. But this was laughable. Um, uh, yeah. I no. I've still got ten minutes left. Uh, I don't uh, know how it ends. Uh, me, I wonder. Uh, but she was on a motorcycle with her kid, you know, strapped to her like a backpack, and yeah. with everyone chasing her.
1: Fabulous.
0: Peter, I so, need to understand. I need to understand something. About how, how in the world do you turn off a movie? Because yeah, we have that little time bar now on the bottom of our right. TV, so we know. <laughs> movies used to end like as a surprise. Like you'd have a, sh- a blackout, and oh, the it, movie's over. But now right. you know. Oh, I got ten minutes. Like got- you're watching that clock well, ticking. Unfortunately, Bill,
2: I walk away from it. My (laughs) girlfriend Talia says, "We've got (laughs) the movie's almost over." That's usually (laughs) if it's not very good. That's my my
1: wake up call, so to speak. Um, So, Bill, uh, I hear you uh, responding. And uh, what are you watching these days?
0: Well, you know, I just well. For one, we'll get to it later. Right now, I'm saying mostly goodbye to all my favorite TV shows, which are all finishing up this year. But we'll talk about that later. I just saw a remake. Of of white man can't jump. White men oh, can't jump. Really? As you, it, it's huh. gonna be on uh I think it's gonna be on Hulu. Uh it's the the, um, it is, yeah. the original at 1992 was Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. And that was directed and written by Ron Shelton, if you remember that. The guy he who was a really oh, good yeah. sports movie director. He he did Bull Durham, he did Tin Cup. And I guess the perception is that was that even though it was, you know, a black guy and a white guy, it was made primarily from a white guy's perspective because it was all hollywood in 1992 so they have remade it uh it's directed by a guy named Kalmatic, who's who's a uh a, a, a hip-hop music video director uh and you can see the difference i mean it it's probably a better film the, as as fondly as people remember the original it wasn't really a great movie and mm-hmm. uh, uh this is much the same i think jack harlow plays the Woody Harrelson character and a guy named Sinker Walls, who plays Don Cornelius on BET's uh, series about Soul Train. He's, he's a very good actor. And if I told you that, like, a guy, there's a, a white guy named Jack Harlow, and a guy, black guy named Sinker Wells, who are in the movie, you'd say, Oh, which one is the rapper? And actually, it's Jack Harlow. <laughs> the White guy is, 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 is that kind of iced tea or vanilla ice kind of guy. Um, So it has more substance, I think, than the original. It goes a bit less aggressively for the laughs and explores the characters a bit more. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. And it's coming uh, at the end of the month to, uh, to Hulu. You think it's slick, huh?
2: Showing up to court dressed like a dumbass, acting like you can't hoop. You
0: assumed I couldn't hoop because I'm white, which is incredibly outdated. No, I assumed you couldn't hoop because you were dressed like a white girl at Whole Foods. And I, having liked the original, I think they're, they're different, but it's worth watching. Now,
1: I've been fishing with both of you guys because you go to a lot of movies, and I went to my uh, neighborhood AMC to see Blackberry, a movie I was very interested in. Have either of you seen Blackberry?
0: Yes, I I really enjoyed Blackberry. Uh,
1: And uh, a nice companion to air with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, which just went on Prime Video, And you can see Air at home. Air is the story of the Nike guy who decided to go after Michael Jordan before he became a superstar and changed uh, Nike's approach to selling shoes and did it all on a feeling. Blackberry is the opposite. It's two guys who get in bed with a shark and the shark (laughs) <laughs> makes uh makes them wildly successful, and then they miss what's happening, and uh, now nobody has a BlackBerry anymore. I know how to
0: market it, and I know who we can sell it to, but I want 50% of the company, and I've got to be CEO. I don't
1: know who you think you are, but oh, deal. Are you joking? What do you call it? It's called a BlackBerry. Huh. Hmm. Try typing with your thumbs. What did you think?
0: I love the way the villain in the piece is, is uh-huh. the guy who's the shark. Yeah. And he is absolutely one hundred percent, resp- a perspective one hundred percent responsible for their success, and he's also one hundred percent responsible for their failure <laughs> in the end, because the very thing that makes them successful is also the thing that makes them blind to the idea that maybe they need to have a you know, a, a, not a physical keyboard. You had a BlackBerry, right, Arch? Everyone here? Did everyone I in the room? One, I, one, one, I had never a had a BlackBerry. Really? Did you? No,
2: you
1: never
0: oh, did. a the
2: Trio,
1: were- which was similar oh, wow
2: trio that's gonna
1: be next month on- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who's in that movie
2: <laughs> it's the same people
1: they just superimpose the trio instead of blackberry they're stunt
0: doubles <laughs> that's a it, it, you know blackberry is a canadian company so it's it's fitting that the movie is all canadians just about yeah, it's yeah, a canadian yeah. director and 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 the cast is kind of perfect the guy who plays the the uber nerd and his yeah, name is escaping
1: jay me jay Bruchel, Bruchel yeah
0: yeah uh, oh, I remember him. Yeah. He's perfect. Uh, the only thing, the only problem I had with the movie was, you know, he, he is the quintessential nerd at the beginning. with the, with, the, with mm-hmm. he just always looking down at his, you know, playing with his Rubik's Cube and stuff. And a cut happens, and it's eight years later, and suddenly he is the new Steve right. Jobs. You know, they got the yeah. hair suede back and the uh, the black T-shirt on, and he's this kind of self-confident, crazy guy. And you never see that transition happening. And I think you get a little cheated because you don't, you don't quite understand how we got from point A to point Z.
1: The only thing for me is uh, Air, the Air Jordan movie, which you can see for free on Prime Video now if you subscribe, was uh, so positive. It was an entirely positive story. Uh, Viola Davis as um, Michael... Uh, Michael Jordan's mom. Thank you. She was <laughs> Michael Some guy C. who played Fox. basketball. The guy was that it? wasn't in
2: the movie. Basically.
1: And the thing is totally positive. And Blackberry is the opposite. It's totally negative. These guys get in bed with this shark, and the shark takes them to the heights and then to the depths. And, uh, you know... I go with the positive movie more than BlackBerry, although I enjoy BlackBerry, and I'm glad I went out to see it.
0: I like the point where the guy says, uh, if we're not careful, we're going to become the phone that everyone owned before they had an iPhone. And that's exactly (laughs) what, what, what people say. Isn't it kind of interesting? Is this a genre that this sort of, you know, commodity cinema where it's all yeah. root stories of product business and,
1: stories because
0: it is tetris that came out a few weeks ago and oh. i'm going back to joy the movie about the miracle mop mm-hmm. there's a dungeons and dragons documentary coming out next year but it actually looks pretty darn good it just it's um interesting that that we want that we will sit down and spend two hours learning where the things in our pocket came from well you know Did business you Business is the new
1: showbiz. Yeah.
0: I, I want like... to
2: know if Bill had spent two hours watching The Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine <laughs> instead of the upcoming documentary.
0: Yeah, I know I didn't, but actually I haven't run into anyone, and maybe I just have, who uh, who didn't like that movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who didn't like it? Really? You mean? Yeah.
0: Everyone wow. I everyone I know says That's, that movie's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's just... Having you know, played it's kind the of...
2: game, it is. it's a nerdy game. But, oh, I see what uh, you're saying. You're 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 yeah. A I don't know. Maybe I'm a purist. Can you believe that? So, do you like the old <laughs> ones? Do you like The uh, ones that
0: were more like reverential and and uh are you angry?
2: <laughs> Not. No. That I liked Air. I didn't see Blackberry. I wish I had. um But it's you. You. You guys touch on a very interesting thing in terms of the product movies that are out, and then also because we were watching. I finally watched the. Uh, what was it? Alex Gibney's, um, Elizabeth Holmes, uh, documentary documentary. Yeah, from boy, three that, or was four great. Years ago. that was wow. great. Wow. And, uh, and she was basically, you know, a Steve Jobs wannabe. And they all seem to kind of go from that, uh, Steve Jobs, you know, I I'm going to be Steve Jobs or actually I was Steve Jobs, you know, that kind of thing. And there's just, I think there's just way too movies, too many movies, too many stories, uh, echoing that, which is, of course, a problem
0: with the world. There, I said it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of a lazy kind of storytelling, isn't it? We, you, just, it's a, you, it's, kind of, you can no, reverse engineer all those movies. And some do almost, it really well, and some don't exactly. do it nearly as well. Yeah.
2: But in some cases, because they're so recent, the, the, you know, I, I like the documentary that's on something that happened decades ago versus something that I still remember fresh in my head. Unless it's add something. And Gibney, I think, is a terrific director. Um, but I was, you know, I was, I was waiting for something new, something fresh.
0: Who should play think Elon that's... Musk? There's got, there's got to be an Elon Musk movie someday. Who would play him? Oh, yeah. Who would that be? We have to dead air here while everyone's listening to
2: it. Who's that fellow Spock, that, uh, Zachary, something, oh. Zachary Quinto?
0: Yes, okay. the guy who played the. Young I know Spock. he's
2: skinny, but Elon <laughs> Musk is skinny because he's taking those Hollywood drugs. But I mean the the diet drugs. Sorry. Oh, I think
0: you hit on it. He's the guy to play it. You're right.
1: You yeah. Know, last I you. night, I I we talking about documentaries. I got uh, hooked on a new documentary on Netflix. Anna Nicole Smith. You don't know <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: My girlfriend was watching that last night. Nor do I want to. (laughs) She was glued
1: to it. Uh, Glued to it. Well, actually, I do know her, and I don't (laughs) know why I watched it. In fact, here's my thought on the Anna Nicole Smith documentary. Uh, (laughs) They want you you to think, okay, we're not going to take advantage of her. This is going to be the real story. We're not going to. This is not gonna be an expose or anything. This is just what really happened to her. And then all the things happened to her, the 90-year-old husband, and then the other uh, people and the son who dies, and and then then she has a baby right before she dies. and And the whole movie left me thinking, what happened to that child? And they never tell you.
2: I would just advise people just to follow their dreams. They can come true,
1: I'm living proof.
2: In Houston, in walks this gorgeous girl. She
1: appeared to be very naive, but no one needed to give her any pointers on how to attract a man.
2: I want lots of money to make my dreams come true.
1: I found it exploitive.
0: That child would be like 20 now, right?
1: Uh, very close to 20, yes, yeah. yeah, certainly mm-hmm. 18 maybe. Mm-hmm. I think born maybe in 2007. So 16, 18. Yeah. Something yeah, so like, not is there any to... money
2: left for her when she hits uh,
1: Well, whatever, they do tell you that or... uh, they went to court and uh, the child gets nothing. Wow.
2: Really? And her father is Howard Stern, isn't he, the father? <laughs> how... <laughs> you would think between...
1: Yeah, he's a different Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that was that was a hard one to get past. They keep talking about Howard Stern, Howard Stern, and she had a lawyer named Howard K. Stern who had nothing to do with the Howard Stern.
0: He's that's an unfortunate name because halfway through you think they're going to say Howard K. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, yes,
1: Howard K. K. Smith is the father of Anna Nicole Smith's. There, now all there's right. a movie. I will pay is, pay to see that yeah, movie. just kinda explain
2: it all. You know?
1: <laughs> okay, what else? What else is anybody watching? Uh
2: movie-wise, there's there's nothing out there. Just that that's a point that needs to be made. Fast and Furious uh screened oh. on Monday. I wasn't able to I was out of town, oh. but uh, oh. let's see that this weekend. That's gonna be hopefully the the the, the oh. saving
0: grace. Is but, it number ten or number eleven? Number ten, I think. Uh.
2: Oh, It'll god. make more money than the previous one. Oh, I the last one was ten.
0: This is this is like yeah. I don't even put a number on this one. It's just, no. <laughs> and the number of people coming that back up. besides The Rock are
2: like too much. But look at what's in the theaters. There's there's just nothing. John Wick still hanging around. Book um, Club Book Guardians Club of the, god, the Galaxy, which is just god awful. We lasted about an hour in the theater and had to walk out. It was just uh, you I walked out know. of a movie. Oh, I've been do doing it do lately because you have to. Except for the Pope's Exorcist, that was funny. Um, but <laughs> Pope's Exorcist, Renfield. I mean, there's just Evil Dead Rise. We stuck around for that one. I, I take that back. But it's, it's there's. I'm sorry.
0: Movie. I industry. guess I'm pretty old school. I don't. I don't think I should. I can think of one movie I ever walked out on. Ever. Oh, your entire life. Be- it ain't. I stick it. I, I stay till the end of the credits, even on movies I hate. Uh, I'm kind of a purist that you way. You me, know, now know that a... I
1: don't have a deadline when I am in a movie, I like to sit through the credits and wait until the lights come up. <laughs> Number one, if the lights <laughs> come up,
2: your there's less chance
1: <laughs> of <laughs> But also, you know, I like and you can to find leftover there. popcorn. <laughs> Think about what I just saw. <laughs> and look at the credits and listen to the music. The thing I don't like about Netflix and some of these other things is, uh, you'll be watching the credits yes. and they cut out to mm-hmm. tell you what's next. Ten seconds I, I and you go like to another movie. That's yeah.
0: yeah. The funniest thing is when you watch movies on like uh, uh, TBS or something. And they fast forward. They, they, contractually they have to show yes. the credits. Um, they yes. show them like at a hundred speed, and then they have to race <laughs> <them> by like <laughs> in a race car. That was
2: watch. her. I can't believe uh, it.
1: I was in that movie.
2: <laughs> wait, this is, and you know the poor person who was in the movie. like, I, <laughs> right. the and they had the whole family sit. they, 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 they say, <laughs> Trust
0: me, mom. My name's in the credits. Wait, wait till they come at oh, the yeah. end, and then it's.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna try that. That'll be that'll be my new movie career. I'm gonna start bragging about. <laughs>
1: So on Sunday nights, I find myself uh, staying up or, uh, you know, tuning in to HBO at nine o'clock because I am hooked again on Succession. Are either one of you uh, there
0: with me? Yes, and I'm not happy about it. It's just oh, funny because okay. it's a show. I've, I've never missed an episode of this show. Um and I find myself really, really watching it. But the trouble is, I'm not happy with myself. And I'm kind of anxious for it all to be over. You know, as much as I'm enjoying it, I'd say, I'm through with these people. I want them to go away. Uh, and so that's how I feel about it. I'm,
1: uh, I, you know, I had given up on it. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to watch it this season. And then I read the stories that they had killed uh, the old man. And mm-hmm. so I thought, oh, okay, I got to get going again. And now they're really going to some dark places. And uh, last week uh, they threw democracy under the bus in the name of of uh, making a few bucks. It's really despicable. And there's cool. a one-two punch. I'll watch Succession, and then I'll follow it with Barry. <laughs> and you know oh. i'm an <laughs> old man someone just in case butt. you can't sleep this, after this is the kind of overload i'm just not designed for
0: <laughs> i'm enjoying barry it oh
1: is. god i love it
0: yeah and again that's another show that we're about to say goodbye to this is the last season of that last yeah. succession mrs mazel's going away ted lasso's uh, going away oh uh, ted Lasso. ted lasso
1: going What's going on with Ted Lasso anyway? Because I don't think it's very good this season.
0: I love that show. I actually love that show. I I, I love it's It's a TV show about people. Everyone in that show wants everyone else to be happy for the most part. It's people Mm -hmm. trying to please one another. And it's, you know, and some of the grudgingly about it, but they know they have to do the right thing. And so they do. The people who are momentarily nasty, except for the one guy who owns the other team, he's, he's irredeemable. But everyone else in that show, it's, It's refreshing. I mean, it is the anti-Barry, I guess.
2: So could that be a trend? Because what Arch was describing, poor democracy fellow who gets thrown under a bus and (laughs) and all the stuff that happens at Barry, could that be a new trend at the Ted Lasso, which won a lot of awards? Yeah. Well, um,
0: they have a new show. The new one, the one, the same team is now, they're overlapping yeah. their productions, I guess, and the one with Harrison Ford uh, about shrinking, uh, shrinking, shrinking yeah. which, which is, which excellent. apparently is the same sort of flavor to it. It's it's good people. Have and you seen uh, any of shrinking? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to, that, that'll be my next edition. What I show.
1: especially like about shrinking, number one, is it's one of the best things Harrison Ford has ever done. He's an old commercial wow. uh, psychiatrist. Uh, with these other two people in his office, and, uh, and you know, you gradually see his character soften. And they also capture the same atmosphere that Ted Lasso captures, that is, with music and the way it looks. And, uh, you know, there's some, some uh, unquantifiable things that both shows have that that make them uh, really watchable. I just I kind of think Ted Lasso has lost its edge this year, mm-hmm. but that's just me.
0: I think well, they're they're working towards a wrap up, I guess. So they're touching. Maybe maybe they're is this I feel the like final
1: it, season. Of this Ted is the end of it, yeah.
0: Is it? Yeah, yeah. surprise. I thought because
2: yeah. it takes a while for Apple TV to even you know get on anyone's radar. You know, Here's a the
0: funny thing. I'm I'm a I'm, I'm about to start attending the Tribeca Film Festival remotely because mm. this year they're letting people. Uh, they they learned in in during COVID that people like to stay home and actually not go stay in New York City for the Tribeca <laughs> Film Festival. And there's a film that's that's I think is going to be the best film out of it. It's called The Maggie Moores, mm. and it's 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 a it's a comedy thriller with John Hamm and Tina oh. Fey. It's set out in, in the West. And it's about it's based on a true story where there are two women in a town both named Tina Moore and they both get murdered. And oh, sort of unwinding the story, yeah, yeah. but so John Hamm is the sheriff. The guy who's <laughs> a sidekick is Nick Mohammed from Ted Lasso, the guy who plays oh. the uh, oh. the Wunderkind. Yeah, and there, and I've seen the trailers. He's there in his little you know, sheriff's outfit with a hat on, and he's dug something <laughs> like this. <you> know?
1: Wow!
0: <laughs> and it's like, what are you, what are you doing there, man? But it looks like it's going to. be, it, it seems like a little slice of Cohen Brothers um I'm,
2: john you've seen a trailer i imagine yeah or
0: you, yeah uh,
2: but, how does john ham physically look is it a sheriff like andy griffith uh sheriff uniform or is it more of a modern like true detective more like
0: more like uh charles brolin in uh or james which brolin is that that was in uh john, no no john, country for uh, old men yeah uh, josh, brolin, josh, brolin. josh 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 brolin. Brolin. No, sure oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. and that kind I'll of, of that. has that kind of a vibe about
2: it i was picturing yeah. the john hammond one it those a little outfit <laughs> skin tight he no he's not pounds. he's
0: He's haggard and bedraggled as, as is fitting for a mid, a Southwest uh, sheriff. Vehicle's registered to Maggie Moore. Did you say Maggie Moore? Two dead Maggie Moores one week apart. Yeah, that's weird. Junior detective. Who would do this? We'll find out. Sooner or later, we always do. Forgive
2: me now, because you have me really interested in this. Is Tina Fey then uh, one of the, the murdered Molly's No, she's uh, not. Or, okay.
0: No, she's... So she'll have a problem. I think in. She, it lo- I mean, Again, I've only seen the trailer, but it looks like she has John Hamm's partner or whatever and she's but she becomes instrumental in the uh, investigation but it looks really really good and it does as always it has no release date because it's just showing in Tribeca this is the premiere and it doesn't have a three years from now basically yeah
1: the movie I'm excited about this summer is uh, Oppenheimer
0: I'm so glad you said that
1: yeah I can't wait to see it I've always been interested in that story anyway
0: Save me a seat next to you, Arch, because that's the one I'm coming into D.C. to see this summer, because okay. he shot this thing on IMAX film. The whole yeah. movie is shot yeah. on IMAX yeah. film, and it's meant to be seen in a theater, and I understand it is just going to be, and that's also, it's also going to be, what's it about? It's about three hours, is what it's about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nevertheless, I think it's going to be worth the time.
1: You, me, and the angry critic. Silver <laughs>
0: All
2: Spring. anyone? Together in the last Where are we room, having dinner first,
1: is the watching question. Watching Oppenheimer. <laughs>
2: Or yeah, breakfast wait. if it's three hours long. Uh,
1: and I understand they, you know, it's about the Manhattan Project.
0: Why would we go to the middle of nowhere for who knows how long? Why? Why? How about because this is the most important thing to ever happen in the history of the world?
1: When I was uh, very small, we were sitting around outside. You know, I was like 12 years old. We were sitting around with the neighbors, and my next door neighbor, I was telling him how much I like trains. And he said, Well, you know, during the war, I was assigned to Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And every week, me and another guy would have a box uh, handcuffed. To our hands, and we would get on the back car of a train, and we'd be locked in there. And then two days later, we'd be in New Mexico, and we'd deliver the box, and then we'd go back to Tennessee. And uh, later on, uh, I discovered he was—that was his role in the Manhattan Project. And it was you know, probably it was little there. pieces
0: of plutonium. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And he lived a long time, <laughs> so, so it say. must
0: have been a good box. <laughs> Had wrist cancer or something from being chained to the.
1: How close were you to this fellow? Uh, <laughs> he was next door. <laughs> funny, funny, they never had to turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> now he lived into his uh, late eighties, so you yeah. know nothing happened. But you know that was just. That that goes back to that World War II Greatest Generation, and you know the people you stumble over, and you have yeah. no idea what they went through yeah. or what. No, happened. it's remarkable stories, and
2: there's sometimes it's hard to even capture them. And but I think Oppenheimer will do it, especially if he's going to take three hours to, to tell it. And so I, that's what it. I find
0: most intriguing about Oppenheimer is he's using almost no CGI. The, the wow. explosion is being done. He they went out they went out to the New Mexico desert and yeah. set off explosions film them in slow motion to to approximate what an atom bomb looks like going up. It's, uh, he just,
2: uh, my only concern about this movie, um, is that the lack of action per se that we're used to, or the lack of visual, uh, Mm -hmm. stimulation that we're used to seeing Nolan uh, give us. And it's going to, this is going to be a lot of talking. This is going to be a lot of posturing and, uh, more subtle. I wonder how that, stands over three hours because believe it or not, those those breaks that sometimes irritate us, you know, explosions and this and that. It it does break up the movie. And if you're telling a story for a long time, it's like sitting in,
1: in an opera or a play. It just you start to get a little antsy. So I'm yeah, and how that's ironic, the only concern I have. How ironic if a movie about Oppenheimer bombs.
0: Ah!
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know though it could is, is he a big it's Christopher Nolan's movie. Right. It's not Cillian yeah. Murphy or you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, where are the big stars? And and in summer movies, you need a a big star. I still think for a big success.
1: I yeah. think it's got a niche because most summer movies now are made are not made are no longer made for us. As you were just saying, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing to no, Nothing's good out right now. Much. And mission uh,
2: impossible mission <laughs> impossible is <coming. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> My favorite series, Sorry. Do you really love, it. You love that? Love that shit, love it more than James Bond. And I grew up with, or, as we all did with James Bond, but no, mission impossible is going to be really cool. Ethan, what's your objective? What's your ultimate objective? Your life will always matter more to me than my own. None of our lives can matter more
1: than this mission.
2: I don't accept
1: that. Bam, bam, bam. Right in the middle of July, we get Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. Oh. And Barbie, I just, everything I read about Barbie is uh, she, she it's Greta Gerwig, and she has done something with Barbie. Is <laughs> Where to... is
2: she placed there? In predicament. Of... Uh, <laughs> Do you think that it's... could be more than a 20 minute? Uh, episode I, of a TV show. Uh, exactly. Here's the thing
0: that? I'm thinking about. That is that the first trailer was like a teaser trailer, trailer where we just yeah, kind of got yeah, a glimpse yeah. of Barbie. And I said, "This is going to be fantastic." Uh-huh. then the longer trailer came out. and yeah. I said, "I've seen everything I want to see about that movie. I think I <laughs> think I'm done with it." Yeah. So wow. they're going to
2: have to have lots of surprises. Lots. Of, they're going to have to really be not dirty per se, but they've got to yeah. be daring. And uh, I don't know. Girl I mean, the best be Barbie
0: that. movie was the second Toy Story when when, well, they had, yeah. when they had Barbie and Ken in it yeah. and they 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 just fit into a story perfectly this is i have a feeling oh, i could be wrong we'll see but i have a feeling it, it looks like something that's going to be too much of a fairly good thing
1: I don't know. I sure do like Reda Gerwig. The other yeah, night I stumbled onto Lady Bird and watched it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it still holds up. That's just, that's one of the great movies, I think, of yeah. our time. Lady Bird made well, the, two, the two women's
0: performances in that, the mother yeah, and the
1: daughter. Yeah. La- Laurie Metcalf, just so fabulous. Have you there. seen,
0: uh, speaking of, of, is that Laurie Metcalf who's in? Um, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, uh, somewhere Montana. in Queens. Somewhere in Queens. Have you, you know, discussed I that already? I wanted to see that. It is and, uh, wonderful.
0: Did you see it? Yes. I, I absolutely love that movie. Ray, Ray Romano, I mean, we knew he could do TV, but mm-hmm. this is his first, you know, he wrote, directed, produced stars in this movie. And you wonder, well, that's just, the, the only negative about it is he's way too old to be playing a guy with a 14 year old son or a 16
2: year old girlfriend.
0: No, no, no. Too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's probably, you know, you can see this happen. He started working on this project 20 years ago when he was age yeah. appropriate. Yeah. And he just couldn't give it up, give the lead role up to someone else. So
1: it's family Italian family. Yeah. And his yeah. son is a basketball star, and he falls in love, and the girl leaves him, and Ray goes to the girl and says, "Look,
2: uh, get <laughs> a him. break, we
1: do. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> <Could you?
0: laughs> uh,
1: I can't find a theater playing
0: Oh, really? It showed out here at the beach. Yeah. For two months. In fact, it may still be showing here. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe I gotta come to the beach then.
1: Yeah. Cause uh I can't find Not a big it.
0: city movie, man. It's a country well, movie.
1: Well, and I'm sure that it will uh gravitate to uh streaming soon. Sounds like a fabulous movie. And I'm sure Laurie Medcalf is again.
0: She's always brilliant. Yeah. It's weird, isn't yeah. it? Like yeah, even she's in underrated, Yeah. Sure. yeah.
2: Even in oh, Scream. She was like yeah. the killer in Scream. It's like how random. And she's terrific <laughs> at that. Little roles, big roles. Yeah, she's so
0: good. And he just gave away the end of the movie. But who's oh? Oh, the, well, the good news know. is
2: I'm not sure which screaming was. And no one <laughs> that
0: <laughs> Scream. I was at a screening. Uh, uh, maybe I was sitting with Arch, and I was complaining about uh, Pan's Labyrinth, which everyone loved, but I uh-huh. didn't. I didn't uh-huh. love it. And I was talking to you, I think. And I said, and how dare he kill the girl at the end of the movie? And everyone sitting around just said, <laughs> we haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> Wow. Oh. <laughs> and I felt bad and good at the same yeah. time. And
1: if I'd have been on my game, I'd have said, what are you listening to our conversation for, <laughs> you <laughs> nerds? <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Speaking of listening to conversation, it's time to hand over the uh the podcast to the the chief podcaster of Cats Podcasting, and the head enabler of Hound Radio, Mr. Lou Katz. Thank you very very much,
2: Arch. And, of course, we have a very distinguished pair of guests. We have, of course, Bill. And we also have Peter, who has this little side gig going as a... Pants presser, or how uh-uh. <laughs> with, with with yeah, give my secrets away of, with the Cleveland with okay. Cleveland Park Valet. So so Peter, here's your free plug.
1: It's another Hound Radio mini plug, plug, connecting you with other members of our Hound Radio family. Cleveland Park Valet in Northwest DC is where Peter Freeman and staff enjoy our best breeds of music via their iPhone and Bluetooth speaker. Thanks, Cleveland Park Valet, for pressing those pants while listening to Hound Radio. Okay, so I found something. The class of 09 on Hulu. Have you guys heard about this? With Ro- Rooney the Mara? Kate, Kate Mara, Mara. Mara. Not Rooney, but Kate Mara. And uh, she joins the FBI. And so what it's the- about this group of people in 09. And then it toggles back and forth between 2023 and then it goes into the future, 2035. Ooh. And Ooh. in 2035, um, there's a lot of surveillance going on. And uh, I think it is pretty cool. I'm very, very invested in that. Uh, and so, this- it, and I think it comes down on Wednesday nights. I'm watching some of this stuff in real time now.
0: This would require me actually subscribing to yet another channel, right? to hulu i'm not going to get hulu for free am i they, uh, they charge you for that
2: it, yeah you know, if you have a what phone do you do you have i tell uh, you every phone gives you yeah. one of the big ones for free oh really So hulu is with t-mobile you get uh okay. paramount plus and hulu
0: i and at&t so i get hbo and, and hbo max oh well you're free. winning that you're winning that yeah.
2: deal that's well, an hbo for life they
0: said it's for life in perpetuity
2: Really? Well, they just changed the name from HBO to Max, so you probably yeah. lost your subscription. That's right. Sorry, small friend.
1: <laughs> HBO the to lifetime to the Max. Max. I, you know, I can't force myself to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think we all get to some point where it's just like enough already. I'm well,
0: down. I'm still getting screeners from all of them, so I don't actually have to subscribe, but it's still selective, I only get to see what they want me to see. So.
1: Well, what and should we recommend the for the weekend? Huh. The Michael J. Fox movie.
0: Yes, yes, still.
1: Yeah, just absolutely fabulous. fabulous.
2: Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? What did it mean to be still? I wouldn't know. I was never
1: still. The popularity of Michael J. Fox is a phenomenon. I get it. I was big, I
2: was bigger than Bubblegum. I woke up and I noticed my pinky auto-animated Parkinson's disease to deny that part of me that wants to continue to go on and do things is is
0: to quit I'm a tough uh son of a bitch a movie that makes I mean if you think you've got problems look at Michael J Fox and (laughs) if you think you're unhappy look at Michael J Fox because the man is the eternal optimist it's he's he's always been kind of an inspiration but this movie just blows me away
1: it's directed by Davis Guggenheim, whose father, mm-hmm. uh, Charles Guggenheim, a lot of people in Washington knew yes. and respected, and Davis is a wonderful documentarian, and uh, that's Apple TV, as well as theaters, and Apple TV is worth uh, subscribing to and we're very quick on time so uh peter what what do you got for the weekend well i have to see that you have to see fast and furious if you go to theaters which a lot of
2: us don't anymore yeah but for those who do and by the way they're full every time i go to a movie uh you have to see fast and Furious. you have to just to see if they're in outer space yet or (laughs) have they achieved
0: light speed in that camaro yet
1: Peter, Peter Freeman p- of D.C. P- Outlook Peter and p- Bill Newcott of the Saturday Evening Post. I'm Arch Campbell. Thanks to Lou Katz of Katz Podcasting. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Love guys talking. Thanks,
0: that. This is the Katz Podcasting System, where it's not just a podcast, but a pod cats.